Hi, Jason. Colin Green, uh, a.k.a. Spike Pit. Politics, man. Wow. It's a big old subject you got there. Um, I try and see things sometimes from other people's point of view. Try and throw a bit of light on my own ideas. But generally, I think I either just kind of like someone, get on with them, or I don't click with them and I sort of steer away a little bit. So that's how my politics work. Um, but I've got a question for yourself and the uh, Squeedites. GM screens. Um, old man Grognard, I listened to an episode. He's a big fan. I used to be a big fan of screens. Now I find it liberating to roll without. So what does everybody else do? That's what I want to know. And a little bit of uh, other people's experience. Screen or no screen? Take it easy. Bye. One of the classic questions, it seems, Colin. Uh, I won't answer it at the second, but it, it reminds me that with this new medium, Anchor Casting, Everyone seems to be asking the same old questions again that they want to talk about and get those conversations going. Ascending or descending AC, GM screens, uh, what are hit points, favorite modules. That's just kind of interesting to me that with a new medium, are we just retread? Is it, just because we have a new medium, is it just another opportunity to retread the same old discussions that we've had as gamers? Do we have any new discussions? Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, by the way, that was Colin Green, a.k.a. Spike Pit. I am Jason Hobbs. It is July 2nd, 2018. This is Random Screed. Concerning last episode, politics, there was a lot, not as much as I might expect, but uh, I figure on Thursday when the next Hobbs and Friends of the OSR drops, it'll re-get the conversation going. Anyway, there was quite a bit of discussion on the Hobbs and Friends of the OSR Google Plus, and I got some hangout messages uh, about people concerned about the way that I'm thinking or uh, maybe not even that, just uh, accepting actually how I feel and making their own choice about who or what they're going to listen to. To me, not listening to someone because of their political beliefs that's on a show that you enjoy is maybe missing an opportunity to understand that person a little better. Um, there, there's a few reasons for that. Number one, in the gamer circles, know thy enemy, right? The better you know the way your enemy thinks, the better you know them and you could defeat them in any sort of conflict. Second, hey, maybe the guy really isn't as bad as you think he is. Uh, some of the messages that I received was that he hurt people they know or worked for someone that called for the shooting of... In a quarter mile truck. That called for the shooting of reporters. Now... <laughs> this whole deal where people are obviously speaking in an extreme manner is very common today and I guarantee you everybody I know has called for someone to drink bleach or shoot the reporter Turn right onto the in all honesty that sort of speech is been ingrained in us by all outlets of media uh, 
aggrandizing activities in our lives. Oh, this is the best place I ever ate. This is the best movie I've ever seen. There's no, yeah, it's pretty good and where it rates in at. this. I see this a lot with my stepdaughter. It's always, oh, this. I love this person the most in the whole world because it's their birthday and I'm talking to them on Facebook today. It's this aggrandizing of everyday life. Uh, maybe it just ties along with um, awarding or rewarding mediocrity in our world today. Hey, we all got participation trophies. We're not really keeping score. And maybe I'm just old. I don't know. That's... I felt like I'm pretty progressive, but maybe I'm not. Hell, I don't know. Anyway, I didn't really want to get into a long, drawn-out topic about politics today, but I thought I would comment on it. As to Colin's question about screens or no screens, I'm similar to Steve C. from uh, Dice Roll AnchorCast. I own tons of screens. I bought Frontier Space Player's Handbook a couple weeks ago off a of Goblin Emporium from my man, Wayne Lumrunner Humphleet, the Star Wars guy. And yesterday I decided I needed a hardcover of the referee's guide to go with it. And I saw, holy shit, on OBS, look it, they have a Frontier Space screen. That would be nice. I wouldn't have to leaf through the book. Um, I didn't get it because you couldn't order it all at once because it was like a hard stock or something, but I probably will get it at some point. I just haven't yet. I kind of wanted to save on shipping. Maybe that's why you couldn't is because they couldn't media mail that. Hell, I don't know. Anyway, to get back to the question, y'all, I love screens. I don't ever use the screens. <laughs> I've made screen for my Adventure Conqueror King game. I have the sweet BX screens by... Uh, new big dragon richard leblanc love it i think they're fantastic i bought the new fifth edition screens and but here's the thing whenever i use them they're always in my way i'm always knocking them around so i can roll dice in front of people and heckle them less heckling more dice rolling uh so most of the time i just leave them flat and leaf through them like uh they're a reference book or something which isn't so bad you know you only got four or five pages back and front and Eventually, I'll even learn it probably so I can do it quickly. Um, like I have mentioned in some other podcasts or maybe this one, hell, I don't remember. But um, in a con game, the need for a screen is higher because your space is sorely limited. Sorely limited. So in that situation, I can see why uh, the great GMs of our time, Michael Curtis, Brendan LaSalle, not Julian Burnick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, buy the screen. Don't use it as a screen. Use it as a reference sheet. Uh, I think that's very similar to Brett Bozinski from Gaming and BS as well. So I think that's where a lot of people are going. All right, as a quick prelude to the next section of the episode, what do you guys think about solo play? So, two days ago, I think, over this weekend, pretty much, I played Elder Scrolls Online. I've never been really much of an MMO guy, but uh, I love Skyrim, and I loved, uh, I should say I loved, I liked Oblivion. It's one of the reasons I bought an Xbox One, so. In two miles. So, I can't really, you know, diss it too much. Um, loved Morrowind. Uh, kind of a fan of Daggerfall. 
and uh, Arena before that. But anyway, let's talk Elder Scrolls. I started playing it, and it got me to thinking, what do I like about these games? They all kind of do it the same, too. You have these burgeoning zero to hero, right? And a lot of times, whatever group you pick, if you're a wizard, you find the mage's uh, circle. Uh, Dragon Age, all these games do it. And wouldn't it be kind of cool maybe to actually play through that? So my buddy Bird is who I do my experimental stuff with a lot because it's kind of a slower game and I didn't really think it would hold the attention of strangers. So, and when we started talking about it, I had just come up with the idea. We were just talking about stuff that we could do when only the two of us were available from our regular group or whatever. And half a mile. Take and so I posited two things. One was a burgeoning mage. Uh, part of this came from uh, my, I'm recently reading some of the Dragon Age novels. Uh, don't ask me why. Cheap, I guess, uh, on Kindle. But, yeah, I've read a few of them, and they deal Take with... Exit 120. A recent one is dealing with uh, the concept of the Chantry, the Templars, and when a young mage gets brought in, uh, some of the stuff can happen. They have no idea what they're going on. They've been ripped from their families, and it could be a very traumatic experience for them. Uh, one other thing to liken it to would be, all right, it's a Harry Potter story, but instead of muggles and wizards... It's set in a fantasy type of situation. You're a wizard. Now you have to come to wizard school, and it's more about a dark. Left to continue. It's more about a dark competition between the wizards trying to gain favor with the teachers over each other, and getting into shenanigans with wizards trying too much before they should or apprentices. And he seemed like yeah. In a quarter mile. He seemed like he thought that was slightly interesting, but um, when I prompted the other thought was, you in these other games you start as a lowly trying to enter the Thieves' Guild and then moving up in, in it. So how would you do that in play? So he really seemed to perk up with that idea. Turn right onto some so right then I got to work and I kind of came up with what I wanted to use and how I wanted to do it. I have a couple towns that I know there are thieves' guilds of a sort in them. And one of them was Sindanor, which is my village for Kalmata, the BX game that I use. And uh, believe it or not, he thought that sounded like a great idea. So I fleshed them out fairly quickly, and we came up with uh, the reason that he's there and why he's already a first-level thief when he arrives. I wanted some exploration, so I didn't really want him to be from the town that he's in, because uh, then it was just me filling in background information for him. So it was uh, interesting. It was slow. I don't know. We played for four or five hours, I think, and uh, I think he enjoyed it. I think he was um, surprised and pleased uh, by the way the story shifted, and uh, I'm sure we'll try to do it again. So I guess my question to you guys is, what do you think about solo play and what do you think about starting a character at first level towards their profession that isn't necessarily an adventurer but moving towards i think uh tsr did a couple of these before wizards of the coast bought them out you know the cleric 
first starting out at first level, uh, the thief, the fighter, they had all these where you just start out, they're one of each, I don't remember what they were called or anything, but uh, I also think that maybe Tim at Gothridge Manor did something like this with a product of his that I purchased. Um, I've never used it, but I kind of remember it was like a, a starter adventure that might be used for solo play. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, you guys, uh, check it out and let me know what you think. Um, In a quarter mile, turn left. I don't have anything specific for uh, a status update, so I'm skipping it. As always, thanks for listening.